Hey there, welcome to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Today we have a very special episode. I'm really stoked. We have two special guests on the program today. One is... Kristen. And the other is... Noah. And we are talking about our whiteboard teaching for the day. And it's been so good for the last 30 minutes or so we decided, you know what? Let's turn on the recorder and see if we can get some of the things we've been talking about on the podcast. Because I already said, man, this is just chock full of podcast potential. I'm going to grab the recorder and go record this. And I thought, what if we did it together? So, this morning we are in Genesis chapter 3, verse 13. And Noah's going to read it for us, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit and see what happens. Then Yahweh said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Okay, so we know the story. Noah Daniel, who is the woman? Eve. What did she do? She ate the fruit of the tree. She ate of the tree. Was the tree something they were supposed to eat on? No. No. It was forbidden by Yahweh. You do not touch this tree. It is not for you. So Eve is in direct disobedience. We know that from the story, from the account in Genesis, right from the beginning of creation. Man is rebellious. So Eve is deceived. That is fact. We know that's true. But what we're talking about, as Kristen pointed out a couple minutes ago, that really stood out is that, go ahead, and you can explain that. This is the first blame shift to the enemy. This is, we hear often how when somebody brings a correction, well, I'm sorry, the enemy is deceiving you that way, or, well, the enemy made me do it, Satan made me do it, whatever word is used. Instead of saying, you know what, I could be wrong. I could have made a mistake or I was wrong. And I thought about the podcast that you just did with David and Nathan. Mm -hmm. Where David could have shifted the blame to Bathsheba. Well, she she lured me in. and Circumstances were this. Or I couldn't help myself. Right. or even the enemy deceived me. Right. Like, right. I was tempted and like, man, the devil knew my weakness. The, the serpent knew. Oh, man, God, can you believe I was so deceived? And that's what's standing out to me in this moment is the fact that we have to realize that today there is a responsibility. What we were just talking about, me and Noah, was that we have to take this from two vantage points. Number one... There is responsibility upon this and then every action man takes through the deception of the enemy. Mm -hmm. There are two parties responsible. Man is deceived by the great deceiver. There is an enemy that opposes God and hates mankind and deceives men to do things that brings God displeasure. Rebellion. But the thing is that stood out to, to us as we were talking is judgment is set for the deceiver. Mm -hmm. Like, the Lord will execute absolute judgment. He's already, in a sense, under judgment. He's under the confines and constraints of the government of God. 
Yahweh seats and is seated and throned over him and every other principality and power and absolute authority, and they can do no thing unless they approach the throne of God and beg and plead and grovel to be given permission to do any single thing. So, that is right and necessary and will take place, but in this case, Noah, what is this question here that, that Eve was asked by Yahweh? Read it again for us, just this part here. What is this you have done? Okay, so the, the, the main question here in this text specifically, in verse 13 of Genesis chapter 3, is Yahweh is saying, you know what, Eve? This and this very moment is about you. Mm-hmm. What is it you have done? Mm-hmm. I, and her response is what? Is it about herself, Noah, or is it about the deceiver? About the, the serpent. Okay. And why do you think that is? Why do you think she would shift blame? Because she wants to do this? No. She well, what, what does she want to do? She wants to avoid responsibility. She's avoiding responsibility. She's shifting blame. She's saying, you know what? She doesn't even at first acknowledge she did it. She says, I was deceived. She points her finger at the serpent and puts blame upon him and attempts to take it off of herself. But Yahweh is making it clear, as I'm saying, there's a twofold responsibility. And in this part of the text, Yahweh is saying, you know what? This and right right here in this very moment, it's all about you. And so I think it would be good for us to, to like filter the things in our life, anything that comes to our life that we are faced with having to confront that God allows to come to our just in any circumstance of our life in, in needs of correction, of of any word of there's rebellion in your heart, that we are quick to respond with willingness to say, you know what, I'm responsible. Like the thing with David, right. what was his response when the word of the, of the Lord came through the prophet Nathan? Well, his response was, you're right, I've sinned against the Lord. He, was, he took the responsibility. Instead of shifting it to anybody else, he took responsibility. If that can be our first response, it shows a humility it shows a hunger to please God. It shows that we desire to be taught. Even if even if the the what is being asked of us is not accurate or is not completely right, can we not just say you might be right and ask and allow God to work in that? Mm-hmm. That in Instead of instead of just shifting constantly the blame away, pointing the finger away from us, we don't want the finger pointed at us. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about two specific instances in our family. One was with me and Kristen last night, and one was with Noah and the two of us about, what, 12 minutes ago. <laughs> that was perfect examples of this. One loosely connected, and then this morning with this little man next to me, exactly the same thing that we are all guilty of that we are all we all have to search ourselves and continually make sure this is not present in us because last night Noah wasn't feeling well he went to bed early Kristen and I were talking I don't remember how we got there probably not for the podcast Um, (laughs) but we had this exchange where I could tell there was something off in her towards me 
And so I asked her, like, is there something like that that we need to talk about? And she was somewhat reluctant to to bring it up because I have a of uh, I have a long history of of not really receiving something I'm doing wrong very well. I'm trying to do better with that. I'd like to think that I am, but you know, it's still a history there. And so we finally get to this point where that she brought some things to me that in all honesty, I did not see in myself. I didn't instantaneously agree with, and, and I sure didn't say what David did, which is, okay, forgive me, I, I've wronged you. And if anything, I was wanting to avoid responsibility. I was wanting to shift blame not onto her, but onto just like circumstantial conditions. Like, well, I'm not who I used to be. You can't just look at me how you used to be. And like, none of us enjoy, even if we're willing now, okay? I believe our heart's posture oftentimes is I really do want correction. I really do want instruction. I want to be right. But when that comes, we still have a choice and a process to submit ourselves to, to allow that to actually accomplish its purpose. So last night, we had to work through some things. I realized this morning as we were looking at this verse that, that a lot of these components of just an immediate unwillingness to give myself to hearing something I do not want to hear is still yet in me. And then Noah, this morning, as we're going over this verse, we're talking about this verse word for word, a teaching time, it's so good, I mean, volumes of things in our dialogue as a family. And then, I don't. what did we get to with, with his relationship with us? Well, we were talking about how in, in, just, in just today, you will have many opportunities, yes. Noah, to accept responsibility for things you will do wrong. Right. Namely, in school, and namely things that I tell you, you are doing wrong. And so, Daddy was saying... Noah, when mommy says you are you need to slow down, take your time, and all those things that we say on a daily basis, you said, what was it that you said? Do you remember? Um, that, um, basically in summary... You said that it's mommy's fault because mommy... But what, well, what if mommy doesn't respond to what I say from my side? Right. What if she doesn't do her part, right? Right. And so, like, what would you say, like, to even, even other children, friends of yours that you know might listen to this, what would you encourage them as an eight-year-old boy that you're learning even from this verse that I'm trying to teach you by my mistakes... Something that maybe you're learning in this verse that we've already talked about this morning. That, like, we shouldn't blame someone else when, when it is our responsibility. We mm. should answer humbly mm-hmm. like we should. Answer humbly. That's, That's right. good. No, That's awesome. That is what Daddy, at 46 years old, is trying to learn. Yeah. How do we respond in humility first? No matter what is brought... And listen, even no matter how it comes. Now, of course, we're talking about the Word of Yahweh speaking to us from Himself, and so we have to categorize this rightly. 
But we believe in our household that the word of the Lord one way comes through his people. That the correction of the Lord, and one thing I've been saying to people in my life for the past month or so, is that the Lord taught me that I need to be careful when something comes to me through a brother, and if I don't like it, I have to be careful because it might be the words of Yeshua to me, and I have to be careful that I don't look at it through another person and receive it as a stumbling block rock of offense. That I have to be careful to rightly hold that and receive that without this instantaneous guard that runs it away. And the other thing, too, about that is what you said, going back to what you said about how even if it's delivered wrong or is, is wrong, what did Yeshua show us in his example with Judas? With Judas, he washed his feet. Mm-hmm. He washed Judas's feet. Why? Because he trusted Judas? Because he received, because Judas received correction from him? Mm-hmm. No, he he washed his feet to show us how to do that, and that's the that's the way that we need to receive is that we need to lay our lives down. Yeah, and, and see that goes back to what I've been driving home at least for the last six weeks on these podcast messages is the way of the Messiah is a yielded way that he was so entrusted to the Father. Look, I don't say anything he's not saying. I don't do anything he's not doing. Every single thing that makes me me comes straight from him. He's my source. You can't offend me. You can't anger me in the sense of a wrongful fleshly anger, you know, natural anger. You can't get into me and threaten me. My life is literally not my own. And friends, that's what we're laboring to do, mm-hmm. is to be a household that says, you know what, literally not our will, but the will of the Father, period. Mm-hmm. And so we surrender our rights, we surrender our strengths, we surrender our abilities to defend ourselves and prop ourselves up and say, do you know who we are? We know God, you know. We lay all those things down in the path of Messiah. Now, to bring this to a close, I I just thought of this, and I posted it on our Facebook, because I hear, I I don't hear much, but I see things, I mean, when we're on Facebook, in message groups, um, throughout our whole history, really, if anybody sits down who's been in the church for any time at all, knows this is so true, and this is kind of where we started, so we'll end it where we began, that... Yahweh did not ask Eve what the serpent did to her to cause her to fall. I know we already touched on that a little bit, but just to be specific, Yahweh in no way said, Oh Eve, what did that naughty serpent do to you? What did he do to deceive you? Oh, come here Eve, I'm so sorry. There is a responsibility to be held for those who are in God to rightly be mature and make decisions that we know please Him because what? Because we've heard the voice of the Father give us a command. And if we've been told, we are responsible ourselves to make the right decisions, to bring Him glory by choosing His will over our own. Do you have any other great words of wisdom, Noah? No. Nothing? (laughs) Noah's got a little bit of a head cold today. He's not feeling his best, so it's kind of funny we started doing this today. Do you have anything else to add? Walk in humility. That's the, the, as, as Yeshua did. Yeah. 
He didn't. He didn't defend himself. Yeah. He had every right to defend himself, to point the blame. Yeah. And let's just. I'm looking at this. I've got my Bible open here, and we'll we'll bring this to a close. It's interesting on both sides of this of this passage. Um. Yeshua or uh, Yahweh saying, "Who told you your condition?" Did you eat of that tree as if he didn't know? He's trying to get Eve to be a confessional, responsible human being <laughs> under his authority. Well, we know Adam says, hey, the woman, she gave it to me. She gave me the fruit from the tree and I ate it. What's he doing? The exact same thing. And listen to this, Kristen. Like, I'm reading this, right? So verse 12, the man said, The woman whom you gave to me, <laughs> she gave me from the tree and I ate it. So Yahweh turns to Eve. But what does Eve do? Y'all listen to this. I believe this is very profound. Eve does what Adam did. She followed him. That's true. He, instead of taking responsibility for himself and right. saying, You know what, Yahweh? Oh my gosh, forgive me. I've sinned. This is my responsibility. She is my mate. She is my responsibility. She is under me. You formed her out of me. I am over her in authority, given by you in your order, and I did not responsibly hold what you asked of me. Hey, it's her fault. Look to her. Well, Yahweh turns to her. What have you done? What does she do? She follows the pattern of her husband. Wow. She follows the pattern of the man. That's true. Oh, okay. So Adam says it's not his fault. Well, it it's not my fault. Right. It's the serpent's fault. Right? That's true. And here we go. It's a it's a it is a avalanche of rebellion. Mm -hmm. Thousands of years later, here we are and look at culture. Look at Christian culture. The man says, "Hey, I'm not walking under in any responsibility. Under any authority. I'm not under authority. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to submit to authority. I don't let alone wash my wife with the water of the word. I don't have hey, hey God, I'm I'm not responsible. He goes to the woman, hey, he's not responsible. It's not my place. Right? <laughs> right. Could we say that? Right. It's not my place. I'm yielding to him, mm -hmm. following what he's doing. He's not doing anything. He's shifting blame. He's not taking any responsibility. I'm not going to either. It's all the enemy. That's true. Now, Yahweh, thankfully, he finishes this little part up here, addressing the serpent. Cursed. All these things. Again, that's right and good, but that's a whole other issue. We're talking about ourselves. So may we follow these patterns. May we learn how in the world to be godly people. Godly in the sense of like like him. Holy. Set apart. Consecrated. Different. Marked. Unto his purposes. So friends, today are you doing this? Is your household doing this? All I'm saying is in humility, we are trying to do this. We are giving ourselves to, to learn what the eternal scriptures are teaching us from thousands of years before. From the very origin of mankind all the way to my kitchen table right here, right now, and to your ears. So friends, it's time to get on the ancient path. It's time to go the ancient way.
Amen.